As soon as your potential employer looks at that application, they're gonna think, wow, this matches every single basic boring application I've gotten today, and they're gonna to toss it right in the garbage. Hello everyone, welcome back to Golden Hour Drip. Thank you so much for joining. If you're new, hey, I'm Logan, founder and host of Golden Hour Drip. Today's episode is going to be about landing a job. COVID has been absolutely crazy. I know a lot of people have been furloughed um, or laid off. Graduates aren't able to, you know, get a job. Not a lot of places are hiring. And today I just want to give you uh, quick tips to really hone in on your skills and potentially land yourself a job. So before we get into that, I just wanted to do my Monday roundup, the good, the bad, and my favorite. So this week, good. I completely purged and reorganized my bedroom. Um, I've moved my bed sideways. I have completely got rid of a couple pieces of furniture. I had a desk and a chair, got rid of that. I also moved my um, hope chest to the side. Now, what really has sprung this, you know, need for a change is I was feeling kind of uninspired um, in my bedroom. It was, it kind of wasn't a spot that I wanted to come and hang out. Um, it was just kind of the old, same old stuff. Um, I am planning on painting a couple of my walls. Right now they are bright turquoise, which is from my middle school days. Pretty great. Now, I know I'm not going to be staying in this bedroom forever, and Garrett and I do plan on moving out out into our own home um, in the near future. However, I wanted to keep this space, you know, I might as well update it and change a couple things because this can be my space to record podcast or any other uh, scrapbooking, sewing, or any other creativity that I need some space to lay out and maybe just, you know, have something where I can put it out and not have to worry about cleaning it up immediately. It's not going to get moved. It's not going to get disturbed. Um, and I just decided, hey, like, why not start now? Now, the turquoise walls are a bit of a downer and they don't show up very well in my photos. It kind of gives too much overexposure. So I am going to be painting them white. And I'm also thinking that I'm going to try my hand at some wallpaper. And I've been looking at wallpaper and I think I'm going to put wallpaper on um, one of the walls just to break up all the whiteness so I'm very very excited for that but um I've like I said I got rid of a couple pieces of furniture I no longer have um the same headrest or whatnot on my bed so it's like a naked bed it does not have um, a headboard it does not have a footboard it's kind of just hanging out um I transformed the um little side table that used to it used to be in Garrett's old apartment and he had it to put his alcohol on. I changed it. I put my printer and my scrapbook stuff on it and now it has completely changed again and I have it as a side table. I have a photo frame of me and Garrett, a candle, a couple flowers, and my favorite little um, decoration square. It says she is clothed in strength and dignity. Proverbs 31:25. So um, I like that inspiration and just looking at it. And I've decided that if I no longer am feeling inspired by things, seeing them on my wall, or they're kind of outdated, I took off like my angel wings that were for my sorority. Um, I took those down. I'm slowly 
you know, transitioning from a college girl into more of an adult, a stable adult, haha. Um, but yeah, just transforming slowly and taking out the things. I have not yet taken down my lights of my bedroom. I've yet to do that, but maybe one day I will take down the lights. But so that was the good of the week. The bad, I've had the roughest time planning my wedding. It seems like there are so many different things that can be super distracting and there's also a lot of details that go into it and it just seems like very overwhelming so uh, to combat this i have broken it down into um, different steps in my planner and i'm just going to take things one day at a time and one step at a time it is definitely helpful to have um, my best friends help me out and definitely lending their help um, naomi shout out to you um, but you know it's just so nice to have a really great support system that are there anytime you need it. Right now I'm trying to figure out uh, my hair, which seems so minuscule and little, but my hair and my makeup, if I'm going to be doing my own makeup. And then on top of that, my photographer, Garrett and I have been checking out a few photographers just to see the different style. And since our wedding is going to be at dusk or like a night wedding, it's really hard to find a photographer who is able to take photographs in the dark and be comfortable um, outside in the dark, you know, with not a lot of setting and place mats you know like not in a barn not in a building but completely outside and in the dark so i don't want any overshadowing on the faces and i want it to still seem super um magical and you know it's my wedding day so that has been stressing me out but hopefully you know with planning and being able to just break it down in chunks i will be able to get over this feeling and just move forward um okay so my favorite of the week is noosa yogurt i don't know if you guys have tried this or seen it on my instagram um i posted a couple weeks back it is whole milk it's full fat yogurt it's made in colorado but it is um have some australian tendencies and it is just absolutely so good it's thick it's creamy now that whole milk that full fat really gives it a sort of depth you know some yogurts can be a little too runny they're not as good I also love that Nusa is you know completely like their story is just so awesome now they are like I said in Colorado and it started with a fourth generation dairy farmer and June is actually Dairy Month, and so that makes it even better, but uh, Nusla was founded by a fourth-generation dairy farmer. So we know that, you know, if they're a dairy farmer, it's not a big corporation. It's just a small guy. He made this... Um, this yogurt because he likes milk and that's his passion. And I think that's really awesome, especially when they can take that passion and make a product that is, you know, usable by consumers. So I really like that. Um, and it's super good. So that is my good, bad, and favorites of the week. Now let's get into the episode. So I know finding a job can be super hard, uh, especially with how 
the economy is going and with COVID, you're not able maybe to go in for those actual meetings. And so here are some tips just to help you out. Uh, first tip, you need to update your resume. So ask your teachers um, to help proofread if you need it. Ask a friend, a mom, a dad, anybody to help proofread and update your resume. So I like to have a big resume as a master file and I just edit the copy by inserting and deleting the important qualifications. So basically I have two resumes on my computer. One has like every single thing I've done in my life. It's super detailed. It has everything. And the other one is one that I move in and out and I edit. So, you know, not every job is going to require each experience and qualification that you have. So my resume that I'm working on, okay, say it's for a marketing position. I'm not going to put that I did hard labor on my family farm or that I answered phone calls at the front desk of admissions. For marketing, I'm going to want to take all of my qualifications and my experiences that directly align with marketing and I'm going to put those in my resume. That is just helping weed out all of the, you know, clutter. Your future employer, whatever job that you're applying for, is looking for key things. You can find these things on the ad or, you know, they might say qualifications needed. And so you're going to take that and you are going to pinpoint which of your qualifications definitely and directly align with that. So don't put in every little thing on your resume. A lot of people say you want to have one page resume. I have found that sometimes like I've turned in a resume with two pages because it was quality information. It was detailed experience that directly applied to the job that I was wanting to you know, land and get. So I'm not saying that you cannot have, um, you know, two pages. I'm not saying that, but make sure all the information that you're putting on there is going to correlate and be directly, you know, for that job you're applying for. Don't put a lot of clutter. There's no need. All you got to do is put what they're looking for. And you don't have to get too crazy with it, you know, just put the simple things that you're good at. You don't have to over-exaggerate. Just put the qualifications down and you're good to go. My next tip would be don't use a basic template. So many times people just go to Google, find the first template, enter in their name, email, whatever, the boring basic stuff and roll on. As soon as your potential employer looks at that application, they're going to think, wow, this matches every single basic boring application I've gotten today, and they're going to toss it right in the garbage. So what you want to do is make sure the resume is one right for the job that you're applying for. If you're a fashion major, you're going to want to add photos, maybe the link to your website, Instagram, or other professional media. If you're an engineer, you're not going to want a lot of photos on there. You're going to want more technical words laid out so that the employer can see, hey, you can do the job. Um, and speaking of which, if you have a professional Instagram that really showcases your skills, your style, 
And if it's applicable to the job that you're applying for, make sure that you're including that. While you're going through your social media or linking those sites, make sure you delete any party photos or anything that, you know, you might not want your future employer to see. Maybe think of it as if you wouldn't want your grandmother to see it, maybe delete it, take it off your timeline, or share those photos to your personal folder and then delete it off of, you know, the internet. Although you can't delete it forever, in the future, make sure that you post more appropriate photos so then you won't have this problem. When you're actually prepping for the interview, make sure you print multiple copies of the resume. You don't know how many people will be sitting in on the interview. Um, the interviewer might not have your resume in front of them and need you to provide a copy. So I like to put all of my resumes in a really nice folder um, as I take it to the interview. Also, I make sure to bring my calendar if they're wondering when I can start and I can have that start date for them um, or along with any days that I might need to take off. Um, next, if your employer, you know, in the qualifications in the ad, they might ask for a cover letter. If you don't know what a cover letter is, it's basically stating all of your skills that you have and why you would be good for the job in a very condensed, short sentence. So it's not like your resume where you list it all out. It's showing why your interest is for the job, a quick sentence on why you think you would be good, and then letting them future employer know um, that you look forward to meeting with them. Um, there's different cover letters that you can look on Pinterest or the internet for. Um, like I said, again, don't completely copy it. Make it your own and but you can definitely use sentence structure and ideas from the cover letter found on the internet. Um, make sure you have a thank you note after the meeting. A lot of people don't do thank you notes anymore, but I think they provide a really nice additional touch. After an interview, I quickly emailed them, thanking them for their time, noting that I enjoyed it, and maybe, you know, add um, something that we talked about in the interview uh, during the email, like I'll add that in. Um, and then I like to send a handwritten thank you card to their office. Now I do the double one because snail mail does take a while to get to them and I want to make sure that they know I am completely interested in the job. So I will send both of them the handwritten one that just shows added an added touch and it also gives them a reminder of you. So yes, you can send them a quick email. They might briefly uh, read over it, say, great, you know, they reached out afterwards, and then send it to their garbage. Now, when you send that letter in the mail, then it gets to them a couple days later, and then they think, oh, yeah, I remember her um, and or him, and have that additional reminder about you. So, um, also, during the interview, you're going to want to ask questions. Now, I remember in my first couple interviews, I did not realize that at the end, they would be like, hey, so do you have any questions for me? And usually, I would say, oh, no, thank you so much, but, and then walk out awkwardly. So, with in a employer is wanting is to know that you're as interested in the job as they are in finding an applicant. So you want to make sure that you're getting all of your answers, you know, at the interview. You don't want to go home and think, oh my gosh, I should have asked about this. I don't know about this. So come prepared with some questions. I like to ask about expectations from the day-to-day -day activities. Um, and my definite favorite is asking, you know, in their eyes for me to be successful after one year, what does it look like? What have I accomplished? You know, so 
that gives me an idea of what they're expecting from me and in that position. So if they say, you know, like you need to do this, this, and be qualified in this, I know I can set that as my task list and be focused on those and work towards those goals. So think of some questions. They could be random. They could be about overtime or vacation days. They could be anything from, you know, attire that you wear um, day to day if you have casual Fridays. Um, also take note of when you are at the interview, you know, looking around and seeing what other people wear. That will give you a great idea on um, what you can expect day to day. A lot of times uh, people will ask about the culture of the company, but you should be doing your own research before you get in um, to see, hey, you know, like if you would be a good fit as well, because finding a job is not just making a paycheck and it's not just filling a application spot. You also want to make sure it's a good fit for yourself. So you are just as much interviewing that company as they are interviewing you. So make sure that you have um, three or four questions prepared, maybe more, maybe less if time allows it. And make sure you're asking them because they like to see that um, dedication and that, you know, drive to ask questions and get an answer. So they definitely like that. Um, my next thing I forgot to m mention this about social media is get on LinkedIn. It's kind of like a boomer thing. Definitely. I know it's social media, but it's kind of like a thing that not a lot of people show that much dedication or interest in. A lot of people don't have a LinkedIn account um, or they set it up in school and haven't updated it. LinkedIn is a great way for uh, recruiters to find you online. And even though like younger kids don't usually like to do their LinkedIn, it is very important and it will set you apart because, I mean, I have a LinkedIn and I get day-to-day -day messages about recruit recruiters asking me to, you know, apply or they have a position and they think that I would be good for it. So I know it sounds a little nerdy, but LinkedIn can definitely help you out when you're looking for that job. Um, you can connect with previous employers. You can connect with your family members, friends. Uh, if you're in a sorority or a fraternity, definitely a great way to make those connections. You never know who is hiring or looking for someone to fill a position. Um, you can reach out to some family members um, and ask if anyone is hiring. I know right now with COVID and a lot of businesses not operating like they usually would, it can be quite hard to find work or if you've been laid off and you're looking for maybe a side hustle or working um, from home, there are definitely options out there now sometimes you're going to look for a job and you can't find one. Um, and those instances, I would say get some experience because you want to fill your resume with great things that are going to help you set apart when your dream job does come around. So whether that is taking an online class or figuring out a new skill or say you're, you know, into landscaping. Well, maybe ask your neighbor if they need some yard work done. Um, if you are into marketing, maybe boost your own uh, social media pages. There's definitely ways that you can continue building and working on yourself so that it can set you apart uh, from other candidates in the future when you are um, able to apply for those 
job. So definitely finding employment can be tough if you don't equip and prepare yourself properly. Um, I hope these tips have helped you in any way possible. I know this episode is a little bit short uh, this time, but there was quite a few other things going on and I just wanted to get on here really quick and let you know quick tips on how to, you know, land a job or apply for a job. So thank you all for listening and until next time. Bye.